a bum is I'm laying in my bed watching NXT, and I, oh! (laughs) (laughs) And she comes running in. What happened? I was like, oh, no, wrestling. Don't worry. Leave me alone. What is going on, guys? This is Grab Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to Met fans. Oh no, leave us alone! I'm not, I'm not, I'm not riding you guys. I'm not riding you guys. All right, Met fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big sexy out there who's listening probably yeah, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Will the thrill? Yeah, yeah. How heartbreaking it is to be a Met fan. Bro, I, I don't, I don't know this heartbreak. They rattle off like. 20 out of 21, yep. they're soaring high, beating up on the bums. They beat up on the Indians. And then they're like on a six or seven game skid right now? Yeah. Bro, it's got to be heart-wrenching to be a Met fan. When you think about 99, 2000, 2004, 2015, bro, this, this is almost like you get numb to it at some point. The pain of 2004 is probably the most pain I've ever felt as a Mets fan. The Beltran strike out looking. I mean, 06, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. 06, 06, I'm My brain tries to erase it from my memory. Oh, yeah, but, but of course. <laughs> so, uh, the, after the pain of the Beltran strike out looking, mm-hmm. it, it's all just... It's sh- the strike three looking. It, it's all yeah. just... Can we, man, now you got me in a doubt. Can we move on? Let, let, let's give you guys... Let me give you an upper. Jesus Christ. Let's give the, the, the listeners an upper. Sweat you are listening calls. to us. On SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two. two apples. If you don't like the SoundCloud, we're on that Apple Podcast or that Google Play Music. So tune in to us. As always, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual, the very tight, Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, Ya boy, Shades. Joined by my lovely hetero life me, co-host. Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, that's why, because that's why it is. Mr. Mr. Thrill. Yes, sir. Got some big news for the listeners out there. Big shock, right? Men's not hot. Men's not hot. Men's always hot. Men's, men's not gonna be hot. hot. Men's gonna be hot tomorrow. Men's gonna be hot tomorrow because my man is going on vacation on night. Your boy Shades will be on vacation for the next week. So this will be the last time you hear my lovely voice for not one, two, two episodes. Yeah. So yeah. Mr. Thrill's going to be we'll, having... We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to the end of the show. Well, I'll, I'll talk about how we're going to handle the next few days. We'll, oh, talk about well, the, yeah. well, Mr. Thrill's going to have a hard time replacing the very big well, ego I'm, on the show <laughs> that is... Jeremy Shades. This is very true. This is very, very true. We got some, not some, very little news this week. <laughs> Everybody's gearing up for Royal Quest and All Out. Some WWE news, some Raw, some SmackDown, a little bit of NXT news. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. Mr. Thrill. Yes, sir. Let's ring that vacation bell. All right. So, as Shade said... Very little news going on in the world outside 
of the WWE. Uh, two things, I guess, that are worth noting is as we get closer, they're announcing more women to participate in All Out's Casino Battle Royale, which, of course, is going to determine more than number one contenders for the Women's Championship, which will be decided at their first episode. So, <clears throat> announced this week have been Awesome Kong and uh, Shazam McKenzie, and I think there's one or two other that I don't remember, but they've just been sprinkling them in, you know, as we go along. As of right now, I believe there's still ten unnamed participants. Mm-hmm. You can fill in the gap with some of those, like with people who have been working with them or who are under contract. Like I wouldn't be surprised if B Priestley's there, although she hasn't been announced. Um, I don't think Kaylee Ray's been announced. Do you think Brandy Rhodes is going to be in it? Yeah, I think she's already been announced as a participant. Okay. Yeah. So I actually haven't looked at the list. We're going to get into that later. Right. Right. Um. But. I'm trying to think about some big name free agents out there. Mm-hmm. There aren't really many. They pretty much scooped up and announced them already with Ivelisse, who was just released from her Lucha Underground contract, mm-hmm. um, and Jazz, who was just recently the like longest reigning NWA Women's Champion in the history of Earth. Mm-hmm. She pulled a Bruno San Martino, uh, essentially. So. I think those are kind of the biggest names out there to get for this, and they got them. I don't know who else, what other women are available. I mean, it would have been... most of them are under contract somewhere. It would have been great for them to get to Neil Dashwood, not under... Well, before she signed with Impact, right. to at least show up yeah. for All Out, and then have her do well, that you know, we contract. don't know that she didn't. She could have a contract where she can make this one appearance. Oh, it's very possible. You know? But then... My problem with that is, my, it's the same issue that I always have with WWE, where I don't want it to be predictable. If Tennille Dashwood is in the Casino Battle Royale, we know she's not going to win. Okay. Because she's under contract with Impact. So I, don't, I, I always like the idea of anyone can win whatever the situation is. Okay. Obviously, there are some that are just like, oh, obviously they're not going to win. You know, like, the librarians aren't winning anything. In right. Uh, yeah. So she wasn't announced yet either. Leave Base hasn't been announced for the, mm-hmm. for the Battle Royale. But... Like, for the men's battle royal at uh, Double or Nothing, like, we can kind of surmise that, like, Marco Stunt wasn't going to win, mm-hmm. that, you know, like, there were guys that you know, like, right, they're probably not going to win it. Yeah. But I don't want it to be a, well, contractually, she can't win it. Yeah. So, hey, if she shows up, cool, whatever. I'm, I was always, I've always been a fan of Danielle Dashwood when I started watching wrestling again, when she was doing the kind of, like, the heel Emma, Emma thing. Yeah. Um, dark lipstick, dark eye, like yeah, makeup, yeah, yeah. The sunglasses. And and I always thought her music, the, the, her ring music by the end of her run was like awesome. I loved it. And then they dropped her music, they dropped her character, and then they dropped her. <laughs> yeah, she had that one good match at, I believe, Extreme Rules with last Asuka. year with Asuka. Yeah. And, and then she had a rematch on Raw. And that was it. Yeah, and then we. No and they more, cut her. No more Tennille Dashwood. And they cut her. Um. And the only other news that we have here is uh, AEW's Thanksgiving Eve show for TNT will be at the Hoffman Estates, Sears Center Arena, exactly where they did Double and All In and where they're doing All Out. And yeah, they're making their return back to the uh, Sears Center. That's become their, um, the same way that MSG is WWE's spiritual home, Yeah, the Sears Center has become their spiritual home. Which is good for the Sears Center. Oh, it's great for the Sears Center. Bad for fans, because you, you went to All I In. I hated it. Oh, man. This, look, the Sears Center itself is nice, mm-hmm. but 
It's not in Chicago. It's yeah, in no. the Hoffman Estates, which is a suburb outside of Chicago. Yeah. So on the weekends, there's no public transportation out there. Nope. So you got to drive or catch an Uber, which means that after the show, it's a mess. Yeah, you said it was a madhouse out there. It people, was nuts. People uh, doubling up on Ubers, tripling up on Ubers to I get ended, close to transportation. Oh uh, yeah, me, I ended up having to um, to buddy up with three people. It was a couple, and this completely random person, and myself. We none of us knew each other than the couple. And it was just, okay, where can we all go that makes sense for all of us? And it ended up being to a train station where one guy was a Chicago native, so he just got on the train. Mm-hmm. The couple was at the airport, and then I walked to my hotel. It was nuts. It was yeah, insane. That, and, the, and, the, and it was like 90 bucks for like a 20-minute, 20 25-minute well, Uber ride. Because yeah, Uber knows what they're doing. Oh, oh my God, forget it. Price gouge city. Oh, for sure. It's like 120 at some point. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was nuts. So, yeah, it's not great for fans. But the minute the Sears, so the Sears Center actually has a plaque outside of the building mm-hmm. from All In. Okay. So that's why like they show them so much love because Sears Center showed them, hey, here's a plaque for you guys on our building on the exterior. Yeah. So it makes sense. Wait for your sense. landlord to put a grab apples plaque out here. <laughs> that's how you know we made it. Right? That's how you know we made it. I gotta pay rent this week. Anyway, <laughs> I did that right before I got here. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah I did. Oh, it was rough because you know I'm going on vacation. I was like, ah, I'd rather spend this money out there right, than give this right. to you right now. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Not again. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that's basically all of the news from the world outside of the WWE. Basically, this is just New Japan is gearing up for Royal Quest tomorrow. Uh, AEW is gearing up for All Out tomorrow. Everyone and then the rest of the world kind of just well. Y'all three have it covered. Well, we're just going to sit here and do nothing all weekend. Yeah. And, I mean, WWE had just about the same amount of news. Yeah. When, and half of it's literally all of it's rumor. It's all rumor. This is rumors, rumor mill city time. So, this was reported by Dave Meltzer, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that Enzo and Cass XL, formerly known as Enzo Mori and... Big Cass are rumored to be meeting with WWE for an NXT return. Now, before we went on the air, uh, Mr. Thrill told me that these rumors that WWE have already said these aren't these aren't actual factual rumors. Like that that they're not talking to Enzo or Cass. So Ryan Satin, I think of Sports Illustrated, after that news broke from Dave Meltzer, called some of WWE and they said absolutely not. It's not a thing. No. You know why? Close. You know why WWE said that? Because he was right about the Goldberg thing. So it's like, ah, oh, damn. Mm. And what are we speaking about off the air? Is you need a, a, a first shot. AEW needs a first shot, or WWE needs to fire the first shot. Mm-hmm. We already know. That we've lived through the Monday Night Wars. Right. Like we're. Like war veterans right now, like, you know. Like, <laughs> we've seen this before. We've we've seen the Monday Night Wars. So like, having um like PTSD flashbacks of Vince Russo booking oh anything. Gosh. <laughs> David Arquette winning the David Arquette winning the WCW championship. <laughs> I, that's the first time I cursed in front of my mother. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I saw. Oh, what the is this? <laughs> Are you kidding me? The guy from Scream. <laughs> Monica Geller's husband? Are you kidding me? Because Ready to Rumble was such a good movie? 
fan. I like Ready to Rumble. I, it was a soft spot in my heart. I go like, right, right. I, I had the, a lot of, the wrestling fan makes you just overlook how bad it is. You yeah. Just go, hey, there's DDP and Booker T. And John Cena, John Cena, Cena working out in the gym. Yeah. yeah. People don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, we're nerds. <laughs> so, all of the smarts, all the wrestling fans have labeled this the Wednesday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. AEW being on Wednesday, NXT being on Wednesday, them going at the same time, one airing before the other, and then going head-to-head. Them signing Enzo and Cass and trying to keep this under wraps would make a lot of sense, because I stated to uh, Will earlier, them signing a big name and having them pop up on NXT uh, the same way that Lex Luger popped up on the first episode of Nitro Mm -hmm. would be huge for them. Especially because Enzo and Cass are fan favorites. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, they have really died down since you know leaving WWE. Mm-hmm. But Enzo is still doing his nonsense. And he was a butt ton of shoot promos right. and whatnot. Uh, Cass was interviewed and he said that, listen... I didn't, you know, screw over WWE. I mean, um, WWE didn't screw me over. I screwed over WWE. Over, yeah, yeah, I screwed myself over, you know? Yeah. So, like, Cass owned up to his, like, right. his thing. Enzo, who was charged for, you know, uh, things that we won't mention here, mm-hmm. they released him. And for them to renege and have him come back, even though, you know, the, the charges were dropped, dropped for lack of evidence. But that's not why they fired him. They fired him because he never brought it to their attention. Oh, that's that's why? Yeah. I didn't know that. Ofi- thought- the official word from WWE is that they fired him, not because of what happened, but mm. it was because they didn't keep him in, he didn't keep them in the loop. Mm. He didn't tell them this was what was, was, was going on, this is the situation. So when it all came to light, them WWE themselves were just like, yo, what is all this? Yeah, you got to drop that Cruiserweight title, buddy. Right. So I'm not a fan of Enzo... Because of who he is as a person, mm-hmm. like back when Enzo and Cass first hit, um, right before they they debuted. Okay, so when I, when I got back into wrestling, they were in NXT, and then they debuted on the main roster. I was a fan. I was all about Enzo and Cass. I liked their mic work. I didn't like their in ring work. Sure, yeah. I mean, their in ring work definitely left a lot to be desired. Yeah, but I was a fan of them. Um, by the time they left, I was over both of them, but especially Enzo. Cass, however, I'm rooting for. Because after he left WWE, the dude's life went into the gutter. Yeah, he gained a He gained a ton lot of weight. weight. Him and, and his significant other broke up. Um, he started resorting to the drugs and alcohol. He went through depression. And then, like, he woke up one day and he was like, this is not going to work for me. And he, like you said, he owned up to his mistakes and why he got fired. Mm-hmm. Got himself into terrific shape. You know, spoke about what he was going through. And so because of that, I'm like, you know what? I can back Kaz. I can root for him as a person. Whether or not I think he's going to have a successful career in the WWE, I have no idea. But as a person, I can root for him. I want Enzo nowhere near my TV ever again. Mm. But the fan support is there. People still love Enzo. Yep. I mean, when uh, he rated, I want to say Survivor Series last year, Mm. and he jumped up and he did his shtick, everybody was chanting with him. Yeah. When they, when they jumped the rail at the G1 Supercard, uh, and then you and I interviewed people at WrestleMania the next day, people were saying, yeah, we would love to see Enzo and Cass back, especially Enzo. You know, the guy's the guy has great mic skills. He's got charisma. There's no doubt about it. Enzo can talk. 
Angel's a personality. Angel's a character. I just, I'm not really crazy about it. And I also don't know that this is a fair comparison to compare them to Lex Luthor. What I'm saying is, in terms of having a a wow, like, no one expected Lex Luthor to, to pop up. But the unexpected, it wasn't like he was a free agent who just signed with them. He was on WWF, like, a minute ago. And then, boom, he's on WCW Nitro. And it was like, whoa, wait a minute. He was on minute. WWE the night before. It was the night, right, the yeah, same, the night was the same episode? No, no, no. That was no. Um, Rick Rude. Rick Rude, yeah. Rick Rude, the same episode. Same day. Um, and so, like, something like that, which I, I actually briefly mentioned to you before we went on the air, was, to me, the only thing akin to that would be, like, Marty Scurll. While Marty was never officially signed to AEW, people associate him with that crew. Mm-hmm. If he just showed up on NXT, that'd be nuts. Like, that is the first shot of the Wednesday Night Wars. I mean, is Girl under, or, under contract with ROH still or no? I have no... His contract status with Ring of Honor has been such a haze since last year. Because he renewed for an undisclosed amount. Like, no one knew how long he renewed for. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one knows the situation is with him. Hmm. And if not Marty, the only other person I could think of that would also be like a, a, a kick in the pants to AEW would be Flip. Not that Flip is a huge name, but he's associated enough with the AEW guys that if Flip Gordon showed up on, on NXT, that would be a slap in the face to, to Cody, the Bucks, Kenny. Especially Cody and the Bucks. Now, Skrull's definitely more of a... Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. 100%. Like that would be their Lex Luger. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because they're all so close. Right. Oh. But that's rumor that was snuffed out relatively quickly. Another rumor is the Fiend Bray Wyatt may be in uh, line for a universal title run. I just hope it's better than his WWE title run. I mean, if they keep doing what they're doing with the Fiend and don't really censor him or, you know, make more family friendly. If this ends up with him at WrestleMania and spooky do stuff on the on the, on the in the ring again. Look at the graphics. Ugh, worms. Oh my God! There's worms in the ring. Get out of my face. Are we drunk for that? I hope so. We were because they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was my new apartment. We we're watching. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We like bogged out because the Hardy Boys came yeah! out. Yeah, hey, bro, we tweaked so hard when they came out. Anyway, and now we're like, oh, Jeff, stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> So he may be in t- in line for a universal title run, but we don't know. I actually hope he does, because when he comes back, um, when Finn comes back, that means they can have a match and Finn can finally get a title run out of a proper, a proper universal title run. You know, not a 24-hour, hey, I banged up my, you know, shoulder. Like, I need surgery. Here's the belt. <laughs> Thanks for this. <laughs> Thanks for this. I was the first one with the shortest reign. Thanks. <laughs> Yikes. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces up. And the last part of our rumor mill. This is interesting. It's rumored that Cesaro will be going to NXT UK. And I don't know how I feel about that because, as we're going to get on later in the podcast, he was on Raw. He had a match. And that match was fan bleeping tastic. But imagine Volter versus so that's, Cesaro. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about 
how this may not be great for Cesaro, but it'll be great for NXT UK. Yeah. Because you can put him, whether it's like simple bruisers, like putting him against any of the coffee boys, mm-hmm. or, you know, having him do a match with like Travis Banks. Exa- exactly. Imagine that match, bro. Or you let him go up against Valter. You know, it, you can get so many, if you let him wrestle, which is what NXT UK has been about. Mm-hmm. You can really do a lot with Cesaro. We all know this. Cesaro is a fantastic in-ring worker. This imagine, is not new to anybody. Imagine Pete Dunne versus Cesaro. <sighs> Stiff shots. Oh my god. This, uh. <sighs> but again, I don't know that's great for Cesaro. It's I don't not- know. We'll see. We'll see. If NXT... Look, maybe he can boost NXT UK and NXT UK can boost him, you know? Mm-hmm. Who knows? I have no idea. I wonder if we'll see him tomorrow night. Or tomorrow afternoon, sorry. It's possible. Possible. It's very possible. Possibly. I mean, there's no big WWE pay-per-view going on right now except, you know, uh, NXT UK Cardiff. So, who? Yeah, because uh, the Night of Champions or whatever is Class what? of Champions. Class of Champions? I don't know. That's still a few weeks away. About two weeks away. And he's got nothing to do there. Yeah. Yeah, because he got eliminated from the King of the Ring last week. Well, wait, I I mean, yeah. By Samoa Joseph. Samoa Joseph. So that is all the news from Titan Towers. Let's let's, let's go over some of the WWE's product this week. Okay. Yeah. So where do you want to go first? You want to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Let's go to Full Sail. Let's go to Full Sail. All right, Full Sail. Now, unfortunately... Usually in an instance like this, I'd kind of try and like phony my way through this. I'm not going to do that this week because I hear that this was a 100% magnifique episode of NXT. I only saw one clip, but I heard this episode is like, oh my jeez, is this the best episode of NXT so far ever? What's a banger? Right? It was a banger. I I had the privilege of not going to work today because I was on vacation. So... I didn't watch UK, but NXT was a banger. Banger. I was I was like, wow. This NXT episode was better than their TakeOver show. Get out of here. Yeah. That good? For me, it was. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing this was the best episode of NXT ever. Very possible. Oof. Oof. I mean, you know how I feel about Keith Lee. You don't really show any love for the man. Not, not, and not a fan. Dominic Dijakovic, not a fan of it don't either. Don't really care. Yeah. But that. I heard that match, bro. Spicy meatball, son. Spicy See what I'm saying about my man Keith Lee? And watching the match, I was just like, well, if they do this, I'll I, 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 I mean, if this is what they're going to do. They did a top rope avalanche Spanish fly. Now, if you guys listening, or gals listening, watch NXT. It's one thing when you do a Spanish fly with guys like Ali and Buddy Murphy, or like Cedric and and Gulak. But these are two Keith Lee. big boys. Big boy. Yeah. Dominic Dijakovic. Jack boy. Big Jack boy. <laughs> For them to do a avalanche Spanish fly. Oh my god. Oh, Oh my god, I gotta, I, you know what? 
don't think I'm gonna watch this. I yelled in my uh, travels. My lady is cleaning, you know, the house. <laughs> my lady. <laughs> and I like a bum is I'm laying in my bed watching NXT, yeah. and I oh. <laughs> <laughs> And she comes running in. What happened? I was like, oh, no, wrestling. Don't worry. Leave me alone. <laughs> but, cheese, Louise. I think the only thing that I can take away from that NXT was the main event for the NXT tag titles. Because you already knew that. I, I hate that it, like... I wanted to, to watch this. I, I heard that this match was a thing. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll watch it when I get a chance to watch it. This match was spoiled for me a couple of weeks ago. Oh. The, the results of it. I mean, it, it was so blatantly clear that uh, the Street Profits were eventually going to drop the titles because they've been spending a lot of time on, on main raw on um, main raw on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, mm-hmm. Domino's fall in line. They're going to be on the main roster. My thing is. I'm not a big Street Profits guy. Yeah, I'm not really crazy about them either. Mm, I, I, I don't... For me, they're a PG crime time without, like... Yeah, I can see that. The racial stereotypes toned down a little bit. Right. Or turned up. I mean, I don't know. Because <laughs> there's... There's innuendos as to them being high sometimes. Right. The red cup. We all know what's in a red cup. Right. You know? Right. Uh, just being... How do I say this? Being like the normal, the everyday person. Like, they don't feel like wrestlers to me. They feel like we throw a house party, they're going to be over there, they're going to be smoking, they're going to be drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they feel like us. Right. I mean, I think that's some of their appeal to some people. It doesn't work for me. If this was a couple of years ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, they like drinking, they like doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. That, that appeals to me. Right. But now, like, it's going to sound like an old man now. Being older, that doesn't, that doesn't appeal to me. Because mm. it's like, all right, you guys are funny sometimes, mm-hmm. but where's your real promo work going right. against anybody? Right. What's your ring work look like? Right. How technical are you? That's why I, like, I listen, I don't like Daniel Bryan. I love his in-ring work. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Miz's in-ring work, although it's gotten better after the 13 years. Significantly better. But I love his his mic work. Right. I like Baron Corbin. Because he's not bad in the ring, and he's not bad on the mic. He's a very good heel. I don't know. If, he's gotten better on the mic, but I still wouldn't put him anywhere near like... Like, if I'm building a team, he's not on it. His in-ring work has improved leaps and bounds. So I don't really mind him too much like when he succeeds, but I've, I've, I'm suffering from Baron Corbin overload. Okay, yep. I can see that. Especially because he was literally in everything. Ev- bro, it was... He was like the Shane McMahon on Raw. He was in every... He had his, his hands in everything. Yeah. And I got real over it real quick. Okay. Yeah, that's agreeable. So, we had the Keith Lee and Dijakovic match. Mm-hmm. We had the Undisputed Era who defeat the Street Profits to become the new 
NXT Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. So mind you, now th- now there's four members of that team, and three of them got gold. Just saying. Just saying. I thought this would happen at TakeOver, but it didn't. Maybe the fourth gold gets to take over. We gotta wait a while for takeover anyway. Oh no! It's like the takeover that just passed. Take oh, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, that's that. Like I thought that's what, that's when it was gonna happen, but it didn't. Now, to me, what was one of? I mean, again, this is just a week that was just. So the one clip that I saw was you know every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning. If I miss Raw SmackDown or NXT, I go on WWE's YouTube page and I start looking for clips that might interest me for the you know that show that passed. And the first thing I see is Rhea Ripley. I'm like, wait a minute. That's, and that's, we gonna click that. So I I watch it, and she comes out, and pretty much calls out Shayna Baszler by snatching the mic. Bro, this is the, the like they must have rehearsed to snatch a million times because it was flawless. Yeah, snatches the mic out of her hands, and pretty much issues her the challenge. And I was like, why didn't we think of this? First of all, when Rhea's music hit. Crazy pop. Oh, yeah. That when she challenged her, crazy pop. I'm just like, this may be a match. Like, And it makes sense. So, like, you and I have sat here thinking, who's next for Shayna Baszler? We never thought this, of NAC UK. Never. Never. And it's funny because Rhea Ripley has been at the top of the food chain or in the top of the, the main event scene for the women's title in UK. Mm-hmm. But lately, she hasn't been. Tony Storm has been doing stuff with like um, with Kaylee Ray and other people. So I'm just like, huh? Ginny now, right? Is she and doing something. No, she, I think she finished Ginny. No, I thought Ginny's gonna be at Cardiff. No, is it Ginny at Cardiff? I believe so. Ginny's trash, though. I don't like Ginny. Saying she's gonna not win. like Ginny. Um, so Rhea Ripley has kind of fallen by the wayside of the women's main event scene. Well, this makes a lot of sense. Because you can let Tony Storm take care of that division over there, and then let Rhea Ripley be someone that can actually challenge Shayna Baszler and have a good feud. I mean, typically this is a heel on heel feud, but both of their personalities are enough of like heel anti hero kind of thing that they can pull this off without I, a problem. Rhea Ripley uh, definitely is going to be the heel anti hero in here. I don't know about that. You're talking about Shayna Baszler and her minions who jump and interfere into every single match. That's heel stuff there. Yeah, but she's going to be the full-blown heel, I'm saying. Like, she's... I think Shayna might be the heel. And, you know, Rhea Ripley's here to, to break up the, the madness. Remember, Shayna Baszler is the established wrestler. She's the established heel. Mm-hmm. Who, her and her cronies have been running roughshod over the entire division. So, the person who comes in to break that up is the face. But I think they both have enough of that attitude where it's like, the story they could tell is they're both trying to be the top dog of the division. So okay. it's not about heel or face. It's about I'm gonna be the be- I am going to be the person in this division. She could say that. Oh, listen, I, I was the first ever UK Women's Champion. I yeah. want to be the the first ever women to hold the UK and the NXT Women's Champion. Oh, wow, I didn't even think of that. Oh, I don't want to have that. I do. Yeah, because you, because you're a, you're a big uh, Ripley fan. That's that's my boo boo. That's your, that's better uh, for you, not for me. But I think this is huge. NXT is going in the right direction. Finally, I was worried. I was worried that they were going to start to fall off. But if this is what we're going to do, 
We all good. We gonna be all right. The Wednesday night war is gonna be something proper. Amen, brother. What we made, what we were missing in the Monday Night Wars, was like wrestling. Was <laughs> it like legit wrestling? And we got like the theater portion of it, the entertainment yeah, part. Right. I think this time, the Wednesday Night Wars, we're going to have the wrestling with some entertainment. It's going to be fun. Can't wait. This finna be a blast. So let's talk. You want to talk about some runs from SmackDown? Raw was, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good. It was I. It was I. Sasha Banks, man. I I don't know what they're doing with her because I'm sitting here. She opens, excuse me, Raw, and just how you said, I missed Michael Cole saying it's boss time. Mm-hmm. It 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 ran the like, it scores really quick like it's. Boss time! And I was like, oh my god. All I can hear is Maddie Bizzle saying oh it in my, my head. God. So, Sasha comes out mm-hmm. and explains her absence. Mm-hmm. She goes, uh, I, I'm paraphrasing, of course. I went to WrestleMania. We lost the match. Rumor was I was crying in the middle of the locker room. I was. People were saying I was I was upset. I was. People are saying that I took my ball and I went home. I did. And it was just basically a long, drawn-out, bad promo to say she was jealous that Becky Lynch main-evented WrestleMania right. to further build their feud. And for me, I'm like, this should have came off Similar to CM Punk or Kevin Owens' Pipe Bomb. Okay. Where you're blending the lines between kayfabe and Which the is, real world. Yeah, so she took what actually happened. Yeah. And leaned into it and then turned it into what Vince McMahon wants. For me, it, it felt forced. Right. It felt like out of place. Right. If they gave him, uh, her, excuse me, the green light like they did CM Punk and... Uh, Kevin Owens. Well, Vince doesn't trust her the same way he trusts those two guys. Well, yeah, those phone. are talkers. Like they exactly. are talkers. Yeah. Um. I think the promo would have came off a little bit better. Mm. But I mean, it, it got her point across. Like, listen, I want Becky Lynch now. Like, yeah. she's the queen of the women's division. Right. Sasha Banks says right. about herself. Right. Which. Yeah, the promo's obviously coming to an end, and she gets cut off by Natty. The Queen of Hearts. <sighs> Lame! Now, Sasha Banks probably weighs like 100 pounds. 120 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Natty's And Natty's... She, In gear. She's a sturdy girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her trying to bolt through those like the guys, fine. But you mean to tell me that three grown men can't hold back Sasha Banks? I mean, look, not for nothing. An angry woman is an angry woman. You should know this. All too well. You you have an angry woman at home. All too well. well she's not angry all the no, time. No, no, no. But when she gets angry, she's like a pit bull. Yeah. And she little, but she hurts. Yeah, she does. I would know. <laughs> so I don't know, man. 
don't know. I don't know. But at this point, Raw and SmackDown for me have been, okay, let's watch King of the Ring matches. That's my thing with Raw was we got our first King of the Ring match. Right. And then immediately after, we got another one. I wanted Aww. them to spread out yeah. the King of the Ring matches. And I wanted, to them, I wanted them to invert the matches. Mm. So we had Drew McIntyre take on Ricochet. Right. Winner advances in the King of the Ring tournament. Obviously. Good match. And to my surprise, my guy coming out of Raw, the, the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre, gets beaten clean by Ricochet. Clean as a whistle. I think Vince, I think the problem with Drew, and this is this is a problem, is I think Vince believes that Drew can get over at any time. I think he feels that Drew can just, like he's a safe bet. Which is what happened to Bray. Which is which we've seen him do a lot. And I think that's, I think Vince has gotten to a point where he believes in Drew McIntyre too much. Where he thinks, eh, it's okay, he can lose matches here and there, he'll be fine. No, he can't, and I'll tell you why. I know that, but I'm saying, I think that's where Vince is headed. Oh, Vince McMahon, please listen to this podcast, and then hear me out. You have Drew McIntyre lose to Cedric Alexander, to Ricochet. What are these guys technically? Technically, they're cruiserweights. Cruiserweights. And How do you Ricochet ex- has never been billed as such, though. Yeah, but he's more like they never never considered him a cruiserweight. They don't talk to him about talk about him like he's a cruiserweight. But his ring style is more that of a cruiserweight. Yes, but they've never associated him with being a cruiserweight. Yes, but what I'm because they're trying to establish WWE has always established uh, a a line. You're a cruiserweight or you're a regular main eventer, and they never want Ricochet to ever cross that line of being a cruiserweight. They've always seen him as like a main eventer which is why they don't ever associate him with being a cruiserweight because they don't want people to associate him with being a cruiserweight vision is everything it's yeah, coming it's coming off as this is a upper mid card guy mm-hmm. not in that main event scene right you have drew mcintyre who's an upper mid card guy who's in my opinion broken the glass ceiling grabbed the brass ring the quote-unquote bra- the imaginary brass ring but exists. Vince has greased said ring mm. and Drew keeps slipping down mm. if Drew keeps losing to Cedric Alexander and Ricochet and all these guys how am I supposed to believe that he's going to beat a Brock Lesnar or a Bobby Lashley or a, a Braun Strowman a bigger guy because Vince thinks Vince believes that if he books it tomorrow you're going to believe it You know he'll do it. Like, if he wanted to, he'll book Drew to beat Braun and Bobby Lashley on the same night. It's all one handicap match. Right. Yeah. And we're supposed to be okay with that. It's like, way to insult my intelligence, Vince. That's what he's been doing for decades. So, the next match. Baron Corbin and The Miz, another match for the King of the Ring. I wish this match came on first. (laughs) Because the Cedric, Cedric, excuse me, the Ricochet and McIntyre match is a lot better. Mm-hmm. You're a man of superstition, correct? Not really. Okay, so it's if... Degree, like with sports stuff, I am. That's like weird super, sports Superstition stuff. is superstition. Okay, fine. You go to a game, 
Mm-hmm. They wear, they, they win with mm-hmm. the jersey that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. You wear that jersey or next the, time you see it. I wore the same hoodie for the Rangers 2015 Cup run. I mean 2012 Cup run, excuse me. When same blue hoodie every game. When I'm uh, at Ranger games. You First game I went to. Mark Stoll jersey. I wear my Mark Stoll jersey. Shirt, not your jersey. Shirt, your shirt, yeah. My Mark Stoll shirt. Mm-hmm. Even if I got a jersey over, over it, it. I still got my Mark Stoll shirt on. Yeah. Which you can't find, by the way. Gotta talk to Amanda about you that. You better find it. It's, you got two months. Yeah. I'll find that thing. So, superstition. Mm-hmm. You don't touch the cup. You don't touch the trophy. You don't I, do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going with this. Drew McIntyre sits on the throne. Loses the match. He doesn't know. Baron Corbin touches the throne, sits on the throne, puts the Burger King crown on after the match. Right. Now, me being superstitious, I'm like, Baron Corbin, you ain't going to advance it. Right, 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 right. right. Like, even if you beat the Miz now, you're not going to the finals. Right. Do you believe in this also? Like, is the King of the Ring thing, like... I would believe it if it wasn't booked. Okay. Because that has been the history of it so far. The people who do that, who claim the the, uh, the throne before it's over, tend to never make it. But, remember, all it takes is one grumpy old man to hear about this, and he'll just flip it on his head. Because he can't. Nothing superstitious. I control everything. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Nothing's by chance. I control everything. <laughs> Superstition. Who the hell do you think you are? Exactly. All right. He probably hates. Um, oh my God. Stevie Wonder, just because the song exists. Stop it. Mary and Sue was. You're fired. Stop it. Writings on the wall. <laughs> How do you know if there's? Never mind. I'm, I was a really <laughs> bad joke. Stop. I was really no. I was really really bad joke. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I want to start grading Raw. Like, their matches. Like Colt does? I was going to say Bleacher Report, but... Oh, yeah, they do that too. Yeah. Uh, I mean... If if any match gets an F for me this week, it's Nikki Cross versus ba- uh, Bailey. Oh, no! Nikki Cross is defending Alexa Bliss... Because Bailey came out and interrupted a moment of bliss last week. My issue with Nikki Cross is that she doesn't have her own identity right now. Mm-hmm. She still has her intro music similar to uh, Sanity. Sanity. Yep. What are you doing with her? Right now, she's just they can't they for la- for lack of a better term, Alexa Bliss is attack dog. They can't commit to anything. You know what, WWE, they can't commit. Because they know that in a moment's notice, the whole thing will be dismantled. I forgot to mention this during the Sasha Banks segment. Mm. Renee's getting all, like, upset because Sasha Banks is out for herself. Mm. And Corey goes, I- I've been saying this for three years. None of you guys have listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I always crying when he said that. And I was like, he has. All he does is it's like... True. He bashes Sasha Banks. Bashes her. Bashes Sasha Banks. It's true. And now everyone's like, oh yeah, he was right. 
He's like, see, I told you I was right. But yeah, Bailey Nikki Cross had a such a a blob. This is like for this plug in a woman six man tag into this. Oh no! That's how bad it was for me. Is that bad? For me. Yikes! Everyone watches Raw differently. Everybody interprets wrestling differently. Bailey beats her with the flying elbow, which was basically kind of out of nowhere. One, two, three. Bailey's trotting around holding her belt. I was like, oh. Okay. Like, right. Fine. What are you doing on Raw anyway? You're, you're the SmackDown one. Yeah, I don't know. Wildcard rule. We didn't even have the Raw champion on Raw. Wildcard rule. Wildcard rule. Okay. Speaking of wildcard rule, we had an eight team tag team team turmoil match. Turmoil match. Say that five times fast. I'm good. I'm good. Eight team tag team turmoil match. There we go. Beautiful. And the teams consisted of, in order, the B team <laughs> taking on the Viking Raiders. Obviously, this is going to be a very, very quick match. Yep. The B team lose. Viking Raiders go on to face the OC. And all heck breaks loose. Both teams get double, uh, double DQs. You're both out of here. I'm okay with that. Which is fine. I'm okay with that. Next, we have Lucha House Party, The Revival. I'm sorry. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode teaming up to take on Lucha House Party. They eliminate Lucha House Party. They take on the Revival. They eliminate the Revival. They take on... Hawkins and Ryder. Hawkins and Ryder. They go on. Last team. Heavy Machinery. Robert Roode. Dolph Ziggler. Win Tag Team Turmoil to face Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. I forgot that the OC wasn't taxed. <laughs> and I, I, I'm like, why? I mean, I like their, their them as a team together because they're both arrogant guys. Mm -hmm. But everything about this is stupid. Because the whole point of doing this is because now Seth and Braun have to have one match where they defend their tag titles. And then one match where they're facing each other for the Universal title on the same night. Well, they also that will be the first time that tag team champions will also face off for the main event title. Stu-herd! For reasons unbeknownst to me. Stu-herd! Here! This is Dumbia! You done, James? That was more like... Scott Stapp or Eddie Vedder. Who? Creed. Pearl Jam. The y'all. James Moore. Yeah! Ooh. M moving on. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that what I desire. See, and you. Now, and now we're getting a letter from Lars. In right? The I know. <laughs> Bro, if I get a letter from Lars, I'm framing it. Look at We're getting sued by Metallica. <laughs> Like, William, this is not a laughing matter. Like, we're getting sued. We don't have money to begin with. This is very true. 
Listen, I've given you guys plenty of my money already. Yeah, he's a, a, a Metallica club member. Met club. Met yep. club. Met club member since 09? Yeah, boy. So, let's, let's, I'm sorry. This, per usual. Off we, the rails. Off, off the, the rails. rails. Off the rails. Took a little longer than usual, though. Yeah, we, like, yeah, a half hour in or something like sure that? We're, we're, a little off the, we're off the rails a little bit we're right now. Off the rails. That's a little let's, get, let's get back on. Back on the dishes. So their opening set. <laughs> their opening segment. Let's not have that Daniel Murphy, Daniel Bryan thing <laughs> like last week. That was amazing. Like legit two minutes. You just <laughs> that was laughing. Amazing. Like, I'm listening back to it last week, and I'm just like, oh, he's still laughing. Fast forward. Like, oh, he's still laughing. <laughs> Fast forward. I say something. Oh, he's still laughing. What is going on here? I'm five minutes past this thing. Oh already. my god. I'm sorry, but that was amazing. It was amazing. Was. Was that was such a pure, like, genuinely yeah, yeah. awesome moment on the podcast. Okay, let, let's move on. People don't want to hear us talking about last week's episode. They want to hear us talk about SmackDown. No, they don't. They want to hear us finish talking about Raw. Nah, who cares? But Sasha Banks and Natty had a banger of a match. Really? Yeah. Like, their their opening promo was poop. Mm-hmm. They redeemed themselves with this match. You, I mean, this I was, can't say I'm surprised. Natalia's one of the best technical wrestlers and the female roster. Mm-hmm. And Sasha is one of the four horsewomen for a reason. The woman can go. Uh, yeah. I know you're not the biggest Sasha Banks fan, but no. the woman can go. Yeah. For me, they they put on a good match. And I think they can revisit this feud if Later. Sasha wins the Rowan mm-hmm. Championship. Mm-hmm. To end Raw, real quick, AJ retains his U.S. title against Braun Strowman. Via DQ, after the OC came down from a ref bump, AJ brought a chair in, Braun hit everybody with the chair, ref gets back up, and AJ lied, cheats, and steals his way to a a U.S. title victory. That was raw. So, let's take him over to uh, SmackDown, which will now be on Fox starting in October. They already put out promos. Yeah? Yeah. I heard they have Stone Cold, Mm -hmm. Undertaker, Mm Mm-hmm. And I believe The Rock, mm-hmm. all scheduled to be on the uh, really? show. Yeah, I know Stone Cold is supposed to be on that week's episode of Raw. No, he's supposed to be on and that And Taker's going to be on that week's episode of SmackDown. I heard Stone Cold scheduled to be on that ep- the, the, the thousandth episode? No, oh, no, that's not it. The 20th anniversary okay. of SmackDown. That's, that's what he's supposed to be. But yeah, today on Fox's YouTube channel and on WWE's YouTube channel, they released a minute and a half little commercial to advertise them going over to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. What I actually thought was interesting, because it was very uncharacteristic of WWE. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the video's called Everyone is a Superstar. Mm-hmm. And so they show instances of your everyday person imitating wrestlers. Okay. So they had like... A doctor doing the John Cena, you can't see me, to a patient in surgery. Oh, that's... It's an eye surgery. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's poor taste, Doc. <coughs> they, should um, have, they should have had Kane being like uh, Isaac Yankum DDS. Oh, my God. Stop DDM, it. excuse me. Um, they had like a chef doing the, the, the Rock's eyebrow roll with the, you know, Katie Smell, the Rock's cooking, blah, blah, blah. And then they showed like... People doing wrestling stunts, like some little girl arcading a mannequin in a mall, some dude jumping off of something, going through a table. I'm just like, what happened to Don't Try This at that's Home? That's what I'm saying. I'm watching, like, wait a minute, what happened and, to Don't Try This at Home? They reneged on that Don't Try This at Home real hard. Quick. Fox was like, 
try all of it. We need to win the war. <laughs> we need to win the war. I was like, okay, okay. So that was that was interesting to see that they're doing that. But okay, so I kind of want to cut to the chase when it comes to the SmackDown, like the the A story is the whole who done it with Roman Reigns. Oh my god. So it comes out last week, right, that it was just this imitator. This guy who looks like Roman, but it's not actually Roman, right? Well this week Roman Reigns is like, nah fam. And he shows a video that shows that clearly shows Roman in the background during the, the scaffolding incident. By the way, that video is still blurry enough that it could have been the other guy. But whatever. I made a joke, I can't. I'll tell you all later. Okay. And then, like, Daniel Bryan gets all upset, claiming that he didn't know about it. Yeah, he starts slapping and Rowan. he starts slapping Rowan. You liar. You know, you lie. You know how much I hate lies. Slapping Do the Do you even bitch. care about the earth? Like, right? I just start freaking out. <laughs> just slapping... Grabs a mic, goes down to the ring. I didn't know. Eats a spear for his pain, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I'm over this segment, and and that's where we ended, with Roman being convinced that Daniel Bryan has something to do with it. Roman was the one who actually did it. Daniel Bryan claimed that he didn't know anything about it, and yeah, I want to be done with this. The segment with this segment with this everything with this episode. <laughs> this guy. No, I mean I'm just I'm over this. I'm whole over world. the whole Roman Reigns thing. Yeah, I'm done. This thing had a lot of heat of uh, uh, like maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, probably. Mm-hmm. And then they started doing what WWE does best, and they started making dumb, dumb decisions. They pooped the bed, if you will. Spit the bed. Sure. So, let's talk King of the Ring again. That's what I'm here for nowadays. At this point, that's what I'm here for. Chad Gable versus Sheldon Benjamin. What you thought this match would be is exactly what it was. The only thing I didn't like was that Chad Gable wins in a kind of, like, surprising fashion. First of all, similar to Ricochet, who got the jobber's entrance, basically, on Mm -hmm. Raw, Mm -hmm. Sheldon Benjamin got the jobber's entrance, except Ricochet won his match. Right. Sean Benjamin getting the jobber's entrance coming out during commercial. I already knew Chad Gibbs going to win. Not a good look. Not a good look. That, like, this was probably the most, yeah, this is going to happen. My shocker of the, of the King of the Ring tournament was Drew McIntyre losing to Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Best match of the King of the Ring tournament, in my opinion, altogether. Ali and Buddy Murphy. See, now, I have to hope that this match is available on the Hulu version. Because, you know, I'm in and out when I'm watching these things. I get home and I'm exhausted. So, I miss this match entirely. So, I got to hope it's on the, on the Hulu version. Because I'm a big Ali fan. I'm a fan of Buddy Murphy. And from what you've said, that this is a match of the week. On a week that, that included that other banger on NXT. I got to watch this. This was everything. Mm. What started it all, which I didn't expect to happen, maybe you know, respect from both two or five live guys. They shook hands before the match. 
Oh, yeah, because they have history going back into a 5-1. I understand that, but, like, yeah, they don't really touch on that, you know? Right, right. So, for me, I was just like... Yeah, they had history back there. They had a feud. And Ali always says that Birdie, Buddy Murphy gets the best out of them. And boy, did they get the best out of each other. Because that... For me, I'm like, man, why does either one of them have to get eliminated, you know? Yeah. Ali wins. With the 450, no? Yeah. Yeah. And not do the 0-5-4 anymore. Which I'm upset about because... So am I. Well, one miss and all of a sudden he's not allowed to do it ever again? Just because he called Daniel Bryan. He hit Daniel Bryan in the face and that was it. I don't care about the 0-5-4. Oh, I don't care about the 0-5-4. Oh, Buddy Murphy. Oh, I'm, I thought you were talking about He had a strong showing against Roman Reigns two weeks ago. He beats Daniel Bryan last week clean as a whistle. Yeah. I think this is only to keep him incorporated into that segment. Mm. That's it. Not. It needs another uh, added element. I know, but I don't want Daniel Mur- I don't want Buddy... <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want Buddy Murphy getting caught up in this Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns nonsense. He's already caught up in it though. I know, but let, let it be. Let it be done. Let it be done and over with, and move on. And they're gonna be done and over with. They need to keep these two away from each other because I don't. I need to stop. I will forever do Daniel Murphy as long as you have Daniel Bryan and Buddy Murphy in the same feud or storyline. I can't help myself. Okay. Move them. Separate the fools. Randy Orton and and Biggie had a good match also. Okay. Mm, that's all I'm gonna give out of that. <laughs> okay. Uh Drake Maverick is the new twenty four seven champion. So maybe he can finally consummate that marriage. It's been so desperate. I, to what did he say? I think he said that. I think Corey Graves said I think that's not the problem anymore. <laughs> Something like that. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> In a angle that Randy Orton is ultra familiar with, Kofi's out in the ring and he's talking about what he's going to do at Class of Champions to Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton interrupts him on the Titan Tron. Excuse me. Has a letter from Kofi Kingston's son, Kai. Please don't hurt my father. Mm, typical creeper Randy Orton making out with Stephanie fashion. <laughs> you know what? After this, I'll tell you. Randy Orton says he's going to pay Kofi Kingston's family a visit at their hotel room. Bro, which, this is mad Which sends tired, so. Kofi into a rage. It goes backstage. They tussle. And ends up eating a hanging DDT off of the table. Now, didn't we just do this with AJ, with AJ and, and Samoa, Joe? Samoa Joe? That's why I caught myself. I was like, "Wow, we really are incorporating family again Bro, into this, this." This is so tired. We're two champions removed from this segment. Ugh. Like, how lazy are you? How lazy are you? This lazy. So, I have a feeling that Randy Orton's winning the WWE Championship. Better than Kofi. Anything's better than Kofi. 
some of our listeners may disagree with you, though. Say again? Some of our listeners may disagree with you. And I understand that. But I also understand that they're wrong. (laughs) You are full on heel today, aren't you? I'm sorry. When it comes to Kofi, I will heal it up all day. Not my champion. (laughs) To finish out the SmackDown news... The Miz challenges Shinsuke Nakamura for the IC title at Clash of Champions. Shinsuke! And I didn't like this pairing at first, but Shinsuke and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn makes being, a lot of sense. Being, being the mouthpiece for him? Yeah. Amazing. The only thing that bothers me about it is that, in theory, I guess it means they want to see less of Sami Zayn in the ring. Which is always sad, because Sami's a fantastic wrestler. But if it means. Building Shinsuke up to be a bigger heel, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. But that is for me all the SmackDown live news that's worth mentioning. Let's get to what I've been waiting for: the meat and potatoes of our episode. Yes, predictions, predictions, predictions. You want to do the first one? Like you want to do all out first? No, you want to say that for last. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> Since you're so nice, we'll do Royal Class. Predictions. All right, where, where, where do you want to go first? You want to go New Japan, Royal Conquest? Royal, Royal, oh, bleh, Royal Quest? Yes. All right. Let me pull up my predictions. Because I got it ready. Nurse Betty. Freddy. Kruger. Chad Kroger. Are you going to go? <laughs> Alright. Royal Quest. Seems like, as usual, they're going to kick off the first few matches with a bunch of tag matches, which is what they tend to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First thing we have listed here. Ryusuke Taguchi. Ryuki. What did I say? Ryusuki. Whatever. Shota Umino. And Ren Narita. Versus your boys... Rapungi 3K. This time actually featuring Rocky Romero. With Sho and Yo. So, mine friend, who you got? Um, I'm going to go Rapungi 3K. <laughs> oh, really? You don't say. I, I didn't want to just because Rocky's fighting, but I was like, I am i don't really care for... I'm also going to go Rapungi 3K on this one. They have to win this. You'd think. Yeah. Second match, Kodabushi, Juice Robinson, taking on bu- 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 Bullet Club members, Yujiro Takahashi, and Hukaleo. I think this has got to be Koda and Juice. Koda and Juice, yeah. Yeah. We may actually sweep this together, by the way. <laughs> Let me see. Kota and Juice. I feel like it has to be Koda and Juice. But I also feel like New Japan will be the type of, to make Bullet Club win. Yeah. But I'm still going Kota and Juice. Next match. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh Hold boy. on to the seat of your pants, ladies and gents. Because this one's going to be fast-paced, flippy, and hard-striking. The team representing Chaos of the aerial assassin Will Ospreay, teaming with their newest member, Robbie Eagles, taking on Robbie Eagles' former faction, of Bullet Club for, 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 for Life members Taiji Shimori and El Fantasmo. Who you got, fam? 
I want to go with Taiji Ishimura because it's my guy. Okay. But I think Chaos wins. I also have Osprey and Eagles. Well, you're not going to go against I'm, I'm never going to go against Osprey. <laughs> Next <laughs> match, because, boy, we're four matches in, four this tag a, team matches in. This is a very Bullet Club heavy show. Yeah. Yes, it is. L.I.J. Oh, boy. Tetsuya Naito and Sonata. Taking not, on. Not usually the tag team that, that comes no, out. usually of, get Evil and Sonata. Right. Taking on the team of bu- 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 Bullet Club. My man, Switchblade J. White. Switchblade. And Matty Bizzle, Chase Owens. <laughs> the double Z, the double E. Gonna be in London for this. <laughs> he didn't tell us. He didn't tell us. Why you tell us, Bizzle? Come on, Biz. I, I need you to go first on this one. I can't. So because I have Coda and Juice and then Osprey and Eagles, I got to go Bullet Club on this one. It's tough for me because I feel like Chase Owens is not allowed to win contractually. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like he, I don't know, he's usually in matches to eat the pin. That's normally his job. Sonata can eat the pin. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to go with Jay White pinning Sonata. I feel like Bullet Club has to win one of these matches. It's both my guys here, man. I know. Naito and, and Switchblade. Yeah, but Naito's your boy, though. I have an LIJ shirt. Yeah. You also I have, have a, a Switchblade I have shirt. A, I have a Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. I don't necessarily have a Naito shirt. Mm. I got two Switchblade shirts. Oh, you have the Bullet Club Switchblade shirt. And, and then, then the, the Stranger Switch- Things. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going Jay White. I'm going Jay White. You mean Bullet Club? No, I'm Jay White. <laughs> Jay White's going to carry the load and win this on his own. Chase Owens is not going to be in the match at all. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, Ambalam. We're doing a podcast here, as usual. Disrespect. It's like Disrespect. every every hour on the hour they come down. I'm saying. So how about you live across you from the hood? All right, we got some tag team action for ya. The Grills of Destiny, Tamatanga Tangaloa, again members of Bullet Club. We'll be taking on the winners of the Rev Pro Road to Royal Quest tournament. Now, considering it's tomorrow, I actually haven't checked this recently, but I want to see if a winner has been determined yet, so we can make. I mean, I yeah, just refreshed the wiki, and it still says TBD. Still says TBD? <laughs> hmm. So then, there you go. So who you got? TBD or G-O-D? I'm going to go G-O-D. Let's give Bullet Club another win. Okay. 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 I don't know, man. Like, are you really going to have someone win this, this tournament just to lose? Yeah, they do that all the time. Yeah, you're right. It is Rev Pro. If this is a New Japan thing, sure. And I know that New but Japan and Rev Pro... They throw Rev Pro on a, bo- uh, a bone every once in a while. You know what? Just for the sake of not having carbon copies of each other, I'll go ahead and I'll go the Rev Pro team. This is our winner or loser of the match? I like, guess. Like, of the night? Because I think we're going to go... 
You think we go full sweep on the rest of these yeah, matches? Yeah, I think we're going full sweep on the on the rest of these matches. Let's see. Who you got? N- next match, Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenta. Yeah. Kenta. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. A duh. A <laughs> duh. Jack Sabre Jr. versus... Jack Zach Sabre Jr. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I want to say ZSJ, but he's made Tanahashi tap out before. So I'm going to say Tanahashi. If this wasn't for the title, I was going to say Tanahashi. But because this is a title match, I'm going ZSJ. Okay, so we have two that can determine our winner. And oh, uh, this was a no-brainer for me. Kazuchi Okada versus Min- Minoru Suzuki. That's if you don't have right. Okada, please get your brain checked. Yeah, you're doing this all wrong. Please get your brain absolutely checked. All right, so that's one show out all the way. Out. So now, are we going in match order, or are we going in... Uh, let's not do what you call it, because there's only two pre-show matches. Right. You know, let's do that. Pre-show match. Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. I'm going Private Party. They need to build some momentum for the weeklies, and they're facing the Bucks in the first week. So Agreed. No argument there. Um, The second pre-show match is the aforementioned 21-woman Casino Battle Royale to determine the number one contender, or one of the number one contenders, for the AEW Women's Championship, which will be determined on AEW's first TV show. So, considering the field has not yet been completely set, who do you have? Do you want to run down some of the competitors? Okay, so right now we have Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Allie, Brandy Rhodes, Teal Piper, Ivelisse, Jazz, Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, Awesome Kong, Shays and McKenzie, and then 10 other opponents. T-B-A. Right. I'm going to go out on a limb because she hasn't really won anything. And saying Nyla Rose wins this. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I've been going in between Nyla Rose or Britt Baker, and I'm going, I landed on Nyla Rose. Very interesting pick. I'm going to go with who I think is a no-brainer. I'm going Britt. Okay. But I'm, Adam, I'm, Adam Cole's baby. Exactly. Adam bay Cole's baby, baby. But I'm intrigued by your pick. Very interesting. Okay. Next up. Next up, let's go into the main card. Let's go Lucha Brothers. Oh, you want to start there? And the Bucks. For the AAA World Tag Title. I'm going Lucha Brothers. I, I, I'm going Lucha Brothers also. Really? Yeah. I, I want it, like, my, my bones want to say Young Bucks. The Bucks don't need it, They're, especially with being in the tournament. 100%. They don't need it right now. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, okay, since you went in that direction, um, let's see. How about we go Cody versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard in his corner? Who you got, my man? Sean Spears. Right, we we gotta find ways to differentiate. Like right now, the only thing we have separate is the women's match. That's at least that. At least, all right. Keep. I, I, clearly, I also have Sean Spears. <laughs> clearly, Riho versus ha- Hikaru Shida. 
I'm going Rio. I, I wanted to go Rio also. Bro, Rio, they've been treating Rio like gold. Yeah. I think they really like Rio. Um, oh, Bloodbath. Darby Allen, Joy Janela, Jimmy Havoc. Who does not die? <laughs> I love myself, the bad boy, but I think Darby Allen's going to win this one. You think so? I think Darby Allen's going to win this one. I'm going to go out on the super limb here. You're saying Jimmy Havoc, aren't I you? I am. Yeah. Because I feel like he has, like, Darby Allen had the Cody match. Joey Janela is Joey Janela. Yeah. I feel like Jimmy Havoc hasn't had anything yet to really sh- let him shine. I don't think he needs anything yet. That's that's the problem. Darby Allen's young. Yeah, but that match with Cody, you Cracker like... Barrel Clash. <laughs> Just saw the name of the match. Come on, guys. Get it together. Next. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt versus SoCal Uncensored. Was this match just added? Looks like it. I don't have that on my card. Um, CDs in the business of putting younger guys over. I'm Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt. You're killing me, Smalls. This is the worst podcast I've ever been to. Oh, that would make me so happy. Imagine. Oh, oh my God. Scorpio yells at us. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. Amazing. So who do you got though? Wait, I gotta. This is new to me, so I gotta. I gotta figure this out. So you said it's Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus, and, and Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy, and Marco Stun mm. versus SoCal Uncensored. And I always said CB, CB, CD is in the business of putting younger guys over, and I think that's what he's going to do tonight, or tomorrow night rather. So you got okay, um, yeah, I'll go there. Lucha, jungle, and stunt. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, let's get rid of the last of the uh, the matches. The one that I'm probably cared the least about. This one hurts me. Best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, Chucky T, and Barretta. Versus the Dark Order, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. I think the Dark Order needs to win to still build themselves. They 100% need to win. If they don't win, it's a mistake. Which upsets me because I love Trent Beretta. Oh, no, you do. To round out, maybe, maybe the penultimate match. Should be. Kenny Omega versus not one Pac, not two Pac, not three Pac. Just Pac. I hate you. Kenny versus Pac. Who do you got? Is Pac going to throw a temper tantrum and not want to lose? That's what I'm thinking about, right? But I think he dropped the Dragonweight Championship. Okay. You mean Dragon Gate? What did I say? Dragonweight. It's Friday. I'll let it pass. I think he dropped the Dragon Gate Championship. I have no I honestly have no clue. I have no When was the last time Kenny won a match? He lost to Jericho. I don't know. But Kenny doesn't need to win. Pac winning would be good heel heat. But I don't know, you pick first, man. I don't I got no clue. 
they're making a big deal of wins and losses, and yeah. Pac's not under contract with AEW. Okay. Kenny needs to win this match. Okay. So you have Kenny. Omega. Also, Pac dropped the belt to Ben K. Yeah. So yeah. All right, fine. I'll go Kenny. You convinced me. Oh wow. I mean, all right, and for the main event, for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Since you're going Chris Jericho, I'm going to go Adam Page. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. you got to give me a chance to give my prediction. Oh. How do you know that maybe I'm going to go Hangman? Are you going to go Hangman? No, I already wrote Y2J. Yeah, I see. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Go against him? Don't be insane. You know what drives me insane about this? Yeah. I won't even know the results until I listen when I'm back in Miami listening to the podcast. Well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be that guy. I'm not going to know about anything until I come back and listen to the podcast on Saturday. What if you catch like some in some Wi-Fi somewhere? You're not going to just... You know, no, can't. No? I'm not going to risk them charges. You crazy? Yeah, you're right. So that wraps up our episode for this week. I know we kind of dragged on a little bit, you know, but we had to cover all the news, talk about SmackDown, some Raw and NXT, and we're going to give you some predictions. Now, quick programming note. Since my boy Shades is going on vacation tomorrow, I will be doing New Japan's Royal Quest and All Out. They're going to be two separate episodes. I will be joined by guests who will... Um, should I tell him? Should I tell him? It's the return of the Suburban Brothers. The Suburban Brothers will be in your ears, both for Royal Quest and All Out. I may, I'm not sure which, I don't know if I'm going to get both for both episodes, but I'm definitely going to have at least one of them for each episode. If not both for one. If not both for one, or, yeah. So that's definitely going to take place. Now, as for next week... You're still not going to be back, right, for next week's weekly? No, sir, Bob. So I don't know who my guest host will be for that, but of course, there will be someone here. I'm not going to leave y'all hanging with just me, because I know y'all not trying to hear me for another hour and have a repeat of WrestleMania. So, although I think I, I held my own for the WrestleMania yeah, I think episode. you did. I think so. I think you did. Don't sell yourself so. short. No, 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 no. I mean, I can't. I'm too tall. Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Take us home, Thrill. <laughs> Let's go home. Let's go home. Thank you, as always. You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples, where you might be catching us on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check us out on our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples to Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two, two apples. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Will the Thrill, Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, baby. That's who I be because that's who I is. Joined briefly until he leaves me for a week bro what am i supposed to do i got my mom in aruba and you're going on vacation to these five islands what am i supposed to do for a week first of all it's four islands but i don't know you're killing me small i'm gonna cry until then tell them who you are i am man the hour the man with the power too damn sweet to be sour cream of the crop straight to the top on a plane to Miami. <laughs> yeah boy Vacations. <laughs> Vacations. I like that. Yeah, boy. I, I like took all that. week. It took all week for me to think of that. <laughs>
<laughs> as always, thank you guys for listening. And make sure you're always tuning in to Grab Us at Apples because an apple a day keeps the bad wrestling away. Peace. Bye-bye, babies. <laughs> <laughs>